From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Upstate University Hospital has attained the National Safe Sleep Hospital Certification Program's highest designation called the Gold Safe Sleep Champion. This is a designation that shows a commitment to best practices and education on infant safe sleep. And here to tell us more about it is Michelle Jeske. She's a pediatric clinical nurse specialist at the Upstate Golisano Children's Hospital. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So why is this such an important designation? So this designation um, recognizes Upstate um, as a leader in safe sleep in the community. Um, It recognizes our commitment to educating the community on safe sleep practices, on role modeling behaviors, and the cool thing about it is it carries the education in baby right through their first year of life. So we start with um, education and role modeling and resources um, in the newborn period at the Family Birth Center. That continues through Upstate Golisano Children's Hospital if the baby comes to us. And then it also is covered in our outpatient pediatric clinics um, to make sure that everyone is role modeling the same behavior and everyone is giving a consistent and clear message surrounding safe sleep environments. So you mentioned community. How, how big of a problem is safe sleep in the community of central New York? It's a significant problem here. Um, Syracuse and Onondaga County have historically been one of the highest in the nation for infant mortality related to unsafe sleep environments. Um, there was an article published on Syracuse.com about a year ago that talked about how over a seven-year period there were 31 infant fatalities from unsafe sleep environments. Um, In 2017, just last year, there were eight children total. Um, So, I mean, that brings us up to 39 children over an eight-year period, which is significant. I mean, eight is a small number, but that's huge for what you're talking about. These are children that are put to sleep uh, unsafely. They're otherwise healthy children. um, And the message that we want to get out to the community that these um, deaths can be preventable and there's tools and resources to help educate them on the best way to put baby to sleep. So what are the mistakes that people are making? The biggest mistake that we see in our community from our local data is uh, parents sharing a a bed with their baby. Um, Babies should always be in a a separate sleep area designated for them. Um, A crib? A crib, a pack and play. A pack and play is a collapsible crib that can be portable. Um, They can take it with them when they travel. You can move it to other rooms of the house. Um, But it's just four sides with netting, usually so you can still see the baby. Um, There's no risk for suffocation anywhere, and they have a firm surface that sits in the bottom of them. Um, Any device that is a firm, flat surface and separate from the parent. Um, The American Academy of Pediatrics does recommend that the baby sleep in the same room as the parent for at least the first six months, if not the first year. Um, but they should be sleeping in a, on a separate sleep surface. So it's best to put the pack and play, bassinet, crib, 
um, whatever surface it may be in the parent's room. Um, but babies should never sleep in the same bed as the parent. Do you see where, uh, is it, I guess, dangerous to fall asleep on the couch with the baby or? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the other things that we see, um, parents are exhausted. They, you know, babies don't sleep all the time as, as well as we would like them to be. And um, especially in that newborn period, um, these parents are just so tired. And I think it's it's easy to, to this, you know, fall asleep or, or sit in the recliner with baby, um, you know, while you're watching a movie or talking with friends or laying on the couch, baby falls asleep, and you think, you know, I'm awake, I'm watching the baby, everything's safe, but then you're exhausted yourself, and then you doze off, and that's that's where it, it can put the baby at risk. Okay. Uh, and then SIDS, too? Is that an issue? Yes. So, so when I talk about uh, sleep-related deaths, I'm referring to SIDS, so sudden infant death syndrome, um, accidental, accidental suffocation, and accidental strangulation. Okay, so that's all encompassed. It's all under the umbrella of sleep-related deaths, yes. Well, let's look at it the other way. What does a safe sleep environment look like? Instead of pointing out mistakes people are making, what are, what are people doing right? Mm-hmm. How, what is the safe way to put a baby to sleep? Safest way to put baby to sleep is in an independent sleep space, so pack and play, crib, bassinet. Um, the sleep environment should be empty, so no bumper pads, no stuffed animals, no loose blankets, um, no um, no infant care items at all. Um, it should just be an empty crib with a fitted sheet. Um, the surface should be flat, firm mattress. Um, no bump. I think people pick those things, you know, maybe thinking bumper pads, they don't want the baby to hit the, their head or um, blankets, they don't want the baby to get cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have good reasons Absolutely. for seeking those things, but that's not Absolutely. recommended. There, there's alternatives that are safer. So bumper pads were initially developed because old standards of cribs, there were large gaps in the slats of the cribs. Um, so bumper cr- pads were made to fill in those gaps to prevent injuries at the time so um, the child wouldn't get stuck in between the slats. Um, newer crib standards, those slats are now smaller in size to prevent injuries from happening. Um, but the bumper pads cause two challenges. One, um, the child could get stuck up against the bumper pad. Um, and not be able to protect themselves. Um, there's also strings on, on them. bumper pads right. Right, that connect them to the crib. Um, so bumper pads aren't needed anymore. Um, they're still sold um, in crib sets, and I think that's one of the challenges that families see when you go to register for your new baby that you're bringing home. You want your nursery to be everything you dreamed of. And the crib sets typically come with um, a fitted sheet, which is great. We want that. Um, Maybe a a dust ruffle or a crib skirt of some sort. That's fine. That's safe. Um, But then they also come with the bumper pads and they come with um, a quilt of some sort that is 50 times the size of the child (laughs) um, and really has no no purpose. Um, so I'll save everybody a lot of money just by <laughs> a fitted crib sheet. Um, cause that's, that's really all, that's all you need. 
Um, how do you keep the baby warm then if you're not going to use the quilt? So you can swaddle the baby and swaddle blankets. Um, there's no recommendation whether arms in or out, either way is safe. Um, but the swaddle should be below the chest, ideally, so you're not swaddling over the mouth at all or the face. Um, there are also what's called a wearable blanket available. Um, so this is um, a blanket where baby wears jammies or clothes underneath it, and the blanket... Um, you kind of zip them into it? Or you do. It, it's like a little sack that you put them in. It has uh, little armholes. Sleep sack. It's a sleep sack. Okay. Yep. Yep, and they, right. they zipper up the front, um, but that's something that they can wear, they can't get tangled up in, um, and it can keep them warm. And they come in different materials, so you can use a warmer material um, in the wintertime to make sure the baby doesn't get too cold. Great, great. This is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with pediatric clinical nurse specialist Michelle Jeske about safe sleep. Um, so what are some of the uh, new resources that are available through the Children's Hospital for families regarding safe sleep? Um, so we educate every family who comes in under one year of age on infant safe sleep. We also screen every baby um, to make sure that they have a safe sleep environment at home, to make sure that they have a crib or a pack and play or a bassinet of some sort for the baby to sleep in. If they don't have a safe spot for the baby to sleep, then we will give them a pack and play um, to take home, brand new pack and play, um, so that, you know, baby has a safe area to sleep in. Um, the Family Birth Center also does this. They have them available. Um, and then we will have sleep sacks available through the Children's Hospital in the near future. We currently use them on our inpatient units. Um, we've tried to replace... Uh, baby blankets with the wearable blankets. Um, the Family Birth Center, they have replaced all of their blankets with the sleep sacks, and they give out a new sleep sack with every discharge of every mm -hmm. birth at the Family Birth Center. Um, so th those are nice programs to give resources to the community. We want to make sure that every every baby is safe and every family has the tools to do that. Now, we're talking about infants up to age one, or does yes. this go further? This goes up to age one. Age one. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that this is not just a newborn problem. The highest risk that we see in our community is two to four months. So I think um, sometimes uh, parents forget about keeping these practices going through that first year of life. So okay. e even older infants can be at risk. Well, um, and maybe this gets past the one year, but it, at what age is it safe to let a baby have like a stuffed animal or a comfort item in bed? They they shouldn't have any items like that in bed while they're sleeping um, okay. under one year of age. I think a lot of times as parents, we introduce those, um, you know, toys, the security blankets, stuffed animals. Um, we introduce them much earlier than we need to. Um, they make us happy, so we think that they'll make the baby happy. Um, but they're they're not necessary when baby's sleeping. You know, when baby's awake, supervised, playing, absolutely. You can um, play with them with all those toys, give them any of that stuff. But once they fall asleep, those things should be removed from their from their crib. Okay. And after um, it, after the one year, then maybe, I mean, a child can sleep with a stuffed animal absolutely. once they're older and able to 
turn and move on their own. Right, right. We okay. want to make sure that they're old enough to to move around in the crib, protect themselves if they were to get stuck in a um, in a situation, you know, with either a stuffed animal or a bumper pad or something like that. Um, you know, it, it takes time for infants to develop those um, stronger neck muscles and strength overall to be able to protect themselves. Great. Well, I don't want to run out of time before asking what advice you have about purchasing a safe crib. Really, all of the cribs that are available now meet the safety standards. Um, so if you buy one new now. Absolutely. It's... Absolutely. Um, parents should avoid any cribs that are older than about 10 years. Um, there should be no uh, drop sides on the cribs. Um, but I mean, if if space is a concern or um, they don't have the money for a crib, a pack and play will serve the exact same purpose. Um, and sometimes that's even a nicer alternative because you can move it around to different areas. You can fold it up and take it with you. Um, but that that is just as safe as a crib. Oh, well, good to know. Thank you very much for being here. My guest has been Michelle Jeske, the Advanced uh, Practice Resource Nurse for Pediatrics at the Upstate Golisano Children's Hospital. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.